0: This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, Soul Tribe, you beautiful little spirit talkers, you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Brandy, and this is Spirit Talk. I have a guest today. We have such a high vibe chat. I just love Kelly. Her name is Kelly McLaren, and... You know, we talk about all kinds of things from Akashic record reading to moving through imposter syndrome, how she started out reading with angel cards. We connect on both having Catholic roots. Uh, So we, we, we go all over the place. But you know what? I keep bringing it back to angels. Kelly is a wealth of knowledge about angels. And she blows my mind a couple times through this chat. I just know there are so many of you that are really in- going to enjoy hearing all about angels today. If you like the podcast, please give it a like, a review, a share, whatever you can do to help me grow this beautiful soul community. To those people who really love high quality audio, oopsies, I was all set up to talk to Kelly and I, I realized, oh, this this doesn't sound right. Uh, I wasn't about to stop talking to her, so... I figured it out after, just as I'm recording this, the little plug at the base of the mic was unplugged a little bit. So what you're hearing is just through my, my um, headphones audio, I think, or the computer. I don't know. I'm not techie, but sorry, it kind of sucks. Shit happens and I'm going to just move on, just letting you know that it will be fixed on the next one. Okay. Listen to us talk about angels and other fun stuff. Without further ado, here is a conversation with Kelly McLaren. So thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me on Spirit Talk. It is a pleasure to have you.
1: Thank you, Randy. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your spiritual journey? What led you to what you're doing now?
1: Yeah, it's been quite a journey for me, particularly in the last two years. I've always sort of had a spiritual leaning I really love connecting with angels and I've done that for about a decade now, but it wasn't until the last two years that things really ramped up. And my actually it started off, my father passed away and I was led to a, a, a psychic medium and a demonstration um, here in my hometown. And my dad came through and I knew it that the events that led me there were divinely orchestrated. (laughs) So that really just opened the door for me to inquire more about what the spirit realm and what it's all about. And then my love for angels came back in because I was so comfortable connecting with them. I got back into doing angel cards, like pulling cards and, and, uh, and then i got a nudge to join a spiritual community to really expand my knowledge and my confidence and and my innate skill and that's how i started connecting with angels and spirit guides and actually channeling through messages for people and and i find that i like i did not expect i had no idea at the beginning <laughs> that this is where I was going to end up. It was not intentional in my head to say, this is, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do readings. (laughs) Not at all. Like it was divinely, divinely, set in place. And I just, all I did was like, this lights me up. I want to learn more about it. And I would, I walk down that road and then I'd get to the place and like, okay, what's next? And another door would just open up for me to be like, this is exactly what I should be doing. When I look back on it now, I know that I've been led
0: every step of the way. Wow. Beautiful. Man, you said so much. I, I could go down so many avenues and we will. Okay. So you said, Come back to angels. Did you kind of have a relationship earlier on in life?
1: I did. I did, and I I feel like I even remember being a child, maybe in my early teens, a tween, probably the same age my daughter is now, and being in my grandmother's kitchen, and she had like a little dish of angel cards, and it was just the ones that with like the one words, and I mm-hmm. remember like picking it. That was our word from the day. Like that was something <gasps> divine, you know, where that that we would keep in our head for the day. And then after uh, my daughter was born, she's 12 now. I remember trying to really getting into meditation and learning a lot about angels through Kyle Gray and mm. Hey House Radio. Remember when they had that, those radio? Yes. Like, I love, love Kyle. Yes. It was so great. And I remember distinctly like being in a meditation class and and just feeling this beautiful love. And I knew it was them. I, I had tears coming down, like streaming down my face. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this is, they're, they're here to su- like support me and love me. And so I sort of had, that was around 10 years ago. And it wasn't until like, you know, around two years ago that I really started intentionally bringing in messages from them.
0: Beautiful. I, loved angels too when I was a kid did you have catholic roots
1: yes yes I was brought up catholic <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is like a reoccurring theme for people that I talk to and friends of mine it's like hmm, did you did you go to catholic church um one time I had this catechism teacher I went to I couldn't go to catholic school but I went after school twice a week to you know, learn about the Bible and all that, and it was boring to me, (laughs) but one time, we had this substitute teacher, and he was like an angel himself, I'll never forget him, because he had this kind of mysticism, he he brought something else to the table, and he would, well, looking back, I'm going to say he would get kind of witchy with it, he would... (laughs) tell us, if you say three Hail Marys, Mary will come. If you're scared and if you need somebody by your side and nobody's there and you say three Hail Marys, Mary will come. She might even appear to you. And I was like, what? this is fantastic news. Like, how come nobody told me this before? I'm like almost angry at the other teachers. Like, come on, we've been holding out. And I would do it. I would do it. And, you know, I never saw Mary, but I certainly felt a presence. And uh, yeah, so I did have a love for angels and, and Mary as well. But did you find that as an adult, your perception of them changed? Yes, to what you were absolutely. taught.
1: Absolutely, because I feel I was the same way Brandy. Like I first brought up Catholic, I hated it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. a strong word. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I did not enjoy going to church. I did not feel connected. I I I even remember as a teenager cuz I went through Catholic school all the way through up to high school. And thinking like why is everybody was what is the big draw, you know? And I remember I I actually lived right beside a church. I hopped the fence and went in on my own and was like, I want to know what people love about this. And I sat in the pew and I kind of looked up and I was like, this this isn't this is not it for me. It's not it. But I I made peace with that. But then as I grew older and I I realized that for me nature is like where I connect that that lights me up and when you were talking earlier about Mary like you're kind of some like it almost sounds like a summoning it does sound witchy like you say it three times and here she is (laughs) and and it almost to me that that like I just felt my heart tingling at that because it's all it's like a subtle knowing of energy that when you do ask for help that your team is there and it's just like a getting to know them to understand that they are uh, available when you when you need them so I love that that your story there because Mary is queen of Angels <laughs> and she like is just like divine mother right to be there to support you when you need it right. so
0: yeah, Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt. When, if I was alone or scared, come on, Mary, come to me. <laughs> yeah. yes. Can you talk to us a little bit about what angels are?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, because a lot of times, like, I discuss a spirit team, that everybody has their own unique spirit team. And in my experience, it's comprised of several different spirit beings, let's say. So for me, angels are very prominent on my spirit team. I also have spirit guides. You could have ascended masters. I have loved ones that have passed on. You could have, and there's probably, there's lots out there that are probably different types of spirit that I don't know about. But for me, when I think about what angels are, it's not what I was taught when I was a kid in Catholicism. It's not like a you know, of being with wings coming out of the sky, although I'm sure they could present that way. To me, I feel them as energy whenever I imagine them. It's like light orbs that are coming in. And so for me, I when I think about the spirit realm, and I'll just backtrack a bit because I think about, I I have, as I had mentioned earlier, my father in spirit, and I know the energy that he holds when he was in my life, like when I walk into the room, I think about him. There's a certain feeling of energy that that is him. Mm-hmm. And so when I now think about my spirit team or even my dad, I can and I can feel him around me. It's the same energy that, you know, when you think about the loved ones in your life. So for angels, I have a particular strong connection with my guardian angel. And so when I think about her, I have developed that relationship with her so much that I can discern when it's her that's coming in or when it's a spirit guide that is guiding me in certain ways. Did that answer your question? I sort of went off on a tangent.
0: Yeah. So when you say you work with your spirit team, you're talking about any number of kind of spiritual beings angels guides ascended masters
1: yeah that's right yeah and i do my grandmother is there and Mm -hmm. so when i need certain things i go to different and i feel different beings at different times so my let's say like if i was you know having a hard time in a relationship or a conflict of some kind I would probably talk to my angels or guides I wouldn't particularly go to a past loved one because maybe in life they didn't have that skill particularly well but mm-hmm. I I would sort of invoke or understand or feel them around when I needed comfort and love and just like that beauty of connection because they know me so
0: well I love that and and You also said, when you started that development circle, or spiritual community, when you joined that, that you were diving into your innate abilities. Do you believe that everybody has access to spiritual abilities, even if they don't think they might?
1: Yeah, I so do. I really do. And the reason is, is because I know personally that I didn't, I thought you had to be, have some kind of born with some kind of gift, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but I know now that because I have done it, that anybody can do it. If you have a desire in your heart, if it's put it's put there for a reason and that you can actually get help. I, I got help. I had love, amazing mentors to teach me. And I do believe that because we are all spirit, we can connect with spirit.
0: Right. That's a really good way of putting it. We are spirit. So why wouldn't we be able to connect? And I often tell people, you can get readings as much as you want, and they are beautiful. They can be really, really healing. They can be fun. They can be any number of things. But you yourself, you know, your loved one's energy, like what you're talking about when you when you perceive your dad's energy, you, you know, it, you knew it very well in life. And so you can sense it. So when I'm talking to other people, it's like, you can connect with your loved ones. And in fact, maybe better than a medium can, because you knew them, you know, their essence, you know, their energy. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely agree. I love that because it, it, and it is healing. By all means, getting a reading to get down to some very fine points. If you've, you know, you've lost someone and you feel like to help your grieving process to connect, but there is a, such a beauty in being able to bring in that person and feel their energy anytime you need to. You don't need to go to a medium to have that connection to get any messages to feel the support. Sometimes uh, it's a song that comes on the radio. That I think about my dad and I know he's there, or you know, it's a place that I pass my travels that just reminds me of my grandmother. So mm-hmm. it it really is such a beautiful thing to have that connection and to know they're not lost. You know, they're there with you. Um, and the same with my with my angels, uh, angels and and my guides. I know that when I need help, I I ask for it and the message will come. Maybe right, not right away, but in its own divine timing, it will come.
0: Mm-hmm. So a lot of the listeners here are very spiritual curious, spiritually curious, and want to learn all the things, but they, they get this kind of imposter syndrome. Everybody, I feel everybody goes through, or they just straight up tell themselves, I can't do that. Uh, but a lot of them want to, and like what you said I also, I agree with you that your interests are there for a reason. So I think that most people who are really interested in these things, maybe they see psychics and mediums often, or they're reading all these books or, you know, listening to a podcast like this. Maybe it's because they're supposed to do it, right? And this imposter syndrome is difficult to move through. Can you talk a bit, a little bit about what you might've gone through in the early stages of developing?
1: yeah that's so interesting because I was just thinking about this the other day I was thinking about the first time I did a card reading I started out with cards and they're a really great tool by the way because it's like a wonderful jumping off point then you grow your intuition by intuiting what the card means for that particular person or for yourself yeah um, but at the at the beginning I did I did Angel card. Uh, readings for people and I remember the first time I ever did it outside my friends or family I was absolutely terrified Mm -hmm. (laughs) terrified that like I I don't know what I'm doing what am I doing here like this is crazy and the only thing that I could think to myself is like the only little string or nugget of like, that that held me in place there was like, I've been led here. I'm here for a reason. There's, there's a purpose to everything. And even though I don't know how it's going to pan out, or if I'm even going to succeed, the reason I'm here for a reason, and that is meant to be and so I just continued to do card readings I did like d- different spreads with my actually my Kyle Gray Angels and Ancestors deck I used a lot at the beginning
0: yes I did I think, too that was like one of my first main decks yeah yeah
1: right I think I saw that on your Instagram I was like oh, I really <laughs> like her because I loved that deck um, and, and it wasn't until I like I got and then the more you do that the more things get confirmed and people are like yes and you're like. Like oh my god I'm actually doing this and then it builds that confidence. I also had mentors. I had a mentor that helped me just to like be able to let go of the cards. I still love them. I still use them all the time, but I can now like I I I developed so that I was trust that the information coming through was from spirit and that it was that it was meant for the person in front of me to hear. And then when I started doing that. And getting more confidence and getting feedback that this this is really helping people. It was touching people. It was like magic. Yeah. yeah. So that imposter syndrome, and you know what? There's still imposter syndrome on every step that you go on. I feel right. Like you go to the next level, and you're thinking, "Can I actually do this? Can I?" And, and the thing that you learn to do is just, you know what? I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway. And what what do I have to lose really I would encourage people that if you're listening to this and if you have a a, like check in with your heart right now do you have a desire to connect do you have what what is it that lead that is really lighting you up that you want to go to first because there's so many different modalities and the beauty is that everyone has such a different path on getting to where they're going so for me happen to be angels but for you it could be tarot cards it could be connecting um you know a mediumship course it could be uh you know there's so many different varieties
0: exactly well said actually in the beginning who am i kidding right now i struggle with like oh my goodness i want to go down every single path but actually i should focus on at least one or two or three not 17 so that I can kind of direct my energy and really really learn it okay so we're all source we all come from the same source right this is what I believe I feel you probably do too but yet we're unique and we're we're in this like unique body and unique life so I feel like when people are developing okay, yes, they do have their own unique abilities and need to discover how do they work? How do they perceive spirit? What's drawing them in? But I do find that we share a lot of the same experiences when we open up to these innate abilities. And one of them, I've found a through line for myself and many, many people. I wonder if it's the same for you, is starting to develop and really get to know our intuition. For me, it um, it really put a level of dis-ease, meaning a little anxiety, just a general anxiousness and discomfort or discontentment. It really settled that down when I started living intuitively and from my heart and opening up to all of this and and really learning how to let it into, I just felt so much better than I did before. Maybe it's because I was like kind of ignoring the calling, so to speak, or maybe it's just because I'm more in alignment because I'm living intuitively. What do you think? Did you experience that as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this is why, Brandy, I'm doing I really am drawn to do the work that I do right now is because I feel like I want to share that with people. I want to share what sort of exactly what you just said is like your anxiety level just it diminishes. For me, I feel more confident in myself. I think that there is that spiritual path. And once you start going down that spiritual path, it's inevitable that you do some of your own self introspection work. And, you know, it, it can be uncomfortable sometimes. Of course, it's uncomfortable because, or else, how are you not going to learn or move, right? We would stay where we are if it wasn't uncomfortable. But I feel that I can actually walk through the discomfort and open up to it and not resist it as much as I did beforehand. I f- also feel that when I'm making decisions for myself, I am much more confident because I can turn within, you know, before mm-hmm. I would be like, I'd go to my friends. I go to my family. What do you think I should do about this? I don't know what to do. And and it's that sort of indecisive and not having the confidence within myself to really sit and be like, okay, what is it that my heart wants? Mm-hmm. Where's where am I being led How, how, what is going to be for my highest good? I I read the Kashic records and I love going in there because it really gives specific answers to the questions that I need. It's like, I have it all within me, whether you're drawn to your higher self or the universe or source, whatever it is that you feel you resonate most with is going to help you walk through with a little more ease in your life.
0: Yeah. Very well said. I love that so much. Akashic Records. This is like maybe the third guest or so, at least, that I've had who go into their Akashic Records. Did you have Thanks. a mentor for that?
1: I did. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Um, Amber Baker, who is amazing.
0: Malibu. Sure. Malibu. Malibu. Yeah, Media. Malibu Media. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. yeah. That's weird, because I think all the women who have had on, I, I, I don't know, this I'd have to fact check this <laughs> but I think everybody who I've had on who who does the Akash- Akashic reading um has been taught by Amber Malibu okay. Medium uh, amazing yeah, this little lovely. online world is like um small yeah. <laughs> this little online spiritual community
1: yes yeah yeah and I, you know like I, I'm that's why I'm such a a fan of getting help because I feel like when you're around people that have sort of walked the path before you, it's like, you don't have to start from scratch to learn. It's like they're expanders, accelerators of growth for you. So what the mentors that I've uh, had before really have helped me get to where I wanted to go a little bit quicker than if I had done it on my own. So I feel Mm -hmm. grateful. I feel grateful for them.
0: So going into the Akashic records, you do Akashic record readings for people, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. But what about for yourself?
1: Yes, I do it for myself all the time. Yeah. I love being in I love being in the Akashic records. I think the energy there is really healing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just go in and do a meditation in there. I don't even ask questions. It's just having that energetic realm open around me. Yeah. Um and yeah, I go in, and for myself, I I do automatic writing when I'm in there. Like I, I'll ask a question out loud, verbally, and then I'll just write whatever comes to uh, like channeling through. Yeah, it has helped it helped me release some things that needed to be healed. And then you know what I love doing too is because I'm such an angel enthusiast, is that I <laughs> I invite the angels in and do it's like that double healing within. The oh records. wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Love just it. blew my mind. <laughs> I wouldn't even think to do that. Yeah. yeah, I haven't been trained in the records, but I've had dreams of them, and I feel like I've been there without intending to. Yes. Uh, so it, maybe that's kind of on my list of something to gravitate towards, or I'm already yeah. gravitating towards.
1: Right. It's maybe coming. It's coming for yeah.
0: you. I just feel like it's like a life hack. You can go in there and learn your own soul's lessons, maybe past life stuff. Invite the angels in. Holy smokes, why wouldn't anybody do it?
1: I know it is. It is amazing. It is awesome. And I and I do go in there when I whenever I'm feeling that there's something that I need, like a pattern that keeps coming up. Like, okay, why is this? What's happening here? Or like something you know in a relationship that i feel like i need clarity on um because sometimes when you go back to if it if it happens to be or like an origin of this issue in a past life even going back there it's like a form of releasing that energy so that you're not holding on to it in this lifetime
0: yeah that makes so much sense i've done a little bit of my own past life work just like doing little regressions on my own and it's been really therapeutic. Yeah. It's like even and just it's, understanding, Oh, this is kind of what took place in this relationship or in this, whatever, this is what I'm pulling into this life. Even just acknowledging it is a release.
1: It is. And it's not only that, but it's cool. Like, <laughs> I want to <laughs> know where I've been. I, I know I, I have the soul memory. I feel like you continually, you know, hold on to that. Um, those learnings from your past lives but it's just like oh my god it's so cool to know specific things about where you have been in different lifetimes
0: right I heard this term I thought it was really funny I don't know if it was in a book or something but being a past life tourist like somebody who just has interests and in, like for no particular reason I just want to observe all my past life
1: I do, yeah, it's just so cool to think about where you, 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 you've you been before, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. So somewhere along the line, you started mentoring and teaching people, hey?
1: Yeah, so this is a pretty relatively new offering that I'm giving right now is how to strengthen your intuition and um, connect with your own spirit team. Yeah. Amazing. I've, and I think we we touched upon how, for me, how amazing it has been. The journey has been for myself that I'm like, I feel called to share that with others. And I look back to where I was a couple of years ago and the help that I had. And I just felt like I wanted to give that to other people that are in that same position right now.
0: Have you seen people just blossom right before your eyes?
1: Yeah, everyone's journey is so different. Uh, it's beautiful. And everyone has different goals, so it's very unique, very individualized to what a person holds in their heart and what they're seeking and what they where what direction they want to go in. but yeah, I think that's that's the amazing thing to to see the difference between different souls and what you're longing for and tuning into that and trusting the things that come in is pretty cool.
0: Wow, so you said that uh you were doing. A meditation class one time and you experienced the angels and you just had this like moment of crying from the resonance and the love first of all i, I do want to note that when people experience that it's much easier to go back into that space. So I do encourage people to try to make connection to whether it be the angels or whatever kind of spirit being that you're trying to connect with, because it does make it easier. What was next? Did you start to communicate with a spirit guide, many spirit guides?
1: Yeah, so um, after that experience, I had angels sort of my awareness, and then motherhood took over, and I spent many years <laughs> spending, uh, you know, doing things for my family, and mm-hmm. and then uh, most most recently, yes, when I was working on connecting with my spirit team, I went through and made it made a connection with my spirit guides and my angels, and. Developing that relationship so that I could discern the difference between them all. Creating a connection. You know, sometimes people say, like, what is my spirit guide's name and my angel's, guardian angel's name? And I went through doing... I feel like that's your own journey for you to to decide on that for yourself. But it's like you learning to like making a new friendship, it doesn't automatically like snap your finger, your best friends, you spend time with that person, you learn about that person, you feel their energy, you communicate. And so that is what I focused on with my angels and my guides. So I feel like I have one or two main guides that are in this lifetime with me. And I feel like there's other guides that come in and out depending on what I'm going through. But as far as my guardian angel, I know that she's been with me through every lifetime from the beginning. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love that That yeah. resonates.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Because I have heard a uh, different philosophy of a spirit guide remains with the soul throughout all the life lifetimes. And I thought that doesn't quite sit right with me. Yeah. But you know, something being there, with the soul throughout all the lifetimes that kind of made sense. But the spirit guide that I am really connected with, I'm sure there are more, I know there are more, but my main guide, mm, Nope. He's just in this life, you know? Yes. So that, I like that. That's the first time that, Oh, maybe that's the first time that I had heard that that really resonates. So you think everybody has a personal angel?
1: I do. I do definitely a guardian angel. I really do. Yeah. Um, And that, that is why I love, I think I love connecting so much because they're just so about so high vibration, that it's just Mm -hmm. so pure love. Like, it's just pure.
0: Yeah, it almost, it's almost hard to talk about. (laughs) It's like without getting emotional
1: right and even putting the words to it it feels like my words are not describing the feeling that i have
0: mm-hmm. no they're but, not they really aren't our, yeah. our language is limited maybe one day we'll be more evolved and can t- telepathically yeah. project our emotions into somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> well i feel like we can telepathically communicate just maybe not quite perfectly yet yeah.
1: Some people pick it up more than others.
0: <laughs> For sure. Well, mothers, definitely. When our littles are are really little, you know, it takes them a long time to learn how to talk, yet we're communicating.
1: That's right. And you right? just yeah, you intuitively know what it is yeah. they need. And other people right. are like, what? And you're like, oh, I just know this. Yeah. yeah.
0: Somebody else was like, what? How did <laughs> yeah. you know this? <laughs> yeah. So would you say it's like angels are kind of, different than ascended masters than guides than anything else over there
1: yeah i think i think there's a different there's i want to say hierarchy of vibration i and i mm-hmm. don't mean hierarchy in the sense of what's better or what's not it's just like a higher vibe vibra, energetic vibration and so i feel like you have source energy Right, like at the top. If you're if you're imagining a pyramid, mm-hmm. you have source energy at the top. You've got your angels underneath there, uh, ascended masters, spirit guides, past loved ones, and then us. So we are more the densest of the. And I, I'm sure, yep. yeah. So that that's sort of how I embody it, how I think of it, how I feel it. Yeah. Um,
0: I would say exact same thing. Cool. So do you think that um, our departed loved ones can eventually become guides? Guides can eventually become ascended masters and there's kind of an evolution of the soul?
1: I definitely think so. I th- I definitely do. I think that's one of the reasons we're here is just to expand and grow. And it doesn't mean that it's going to happen all at once. It doesn't mean we're in a race or anything like that, you know. Um, yeah. But you, you go at your own and hey, some people choose. You know what? Maybe you're gonna have a lesson to learn and some life, and it doesn't happen. That's okay. You're gonna come back and do it again. And the guidance and understanding and knowledge you gain will come back with you again. So you keep you hold on to that. So the work that you're doing now is not for naught. It's not for nothing. Right. Uh, you know. I think that keeps. Um, hold some hope in my heart especially when I'm feeling my shadow side of myself like okay I'm doing this for a reason this is happening Mm -hmm. to me for for me really right
0: yeah it's it's happening for you not to you and that's when like when you're getting in your shadow side or getting your ego activated and it's like the little gremlin in your in your head that's when you're you're pulling yourself cards and you pull those cards that it's like you've been preparing for this for lifetimes
1: that's right I think
0: you probably have that deck
1: I do I do (laughs) Rebecca Campbell I love it that's one of my favorites (laughs) Um, and it hits home for me when I hear that. I'm like, yes. yes, it is a really good reminder. It feels good. I'm like, yes, I'm keep, I'm going. I, I'm going to keep going because I know this is what I signed up for. And there is a purpose and understanding of what I need to do to get to go on. And right. then maybe, you know, my uh, I get to a point where I've learned enough that I feel that I can guide other people while they're here doing mm-hmm. this, you know, earth school down here. So I do believe that there is uh, an expansion and a growth for people to, or spirits to learn and
0: grow. Yeah. And it is the whole point. I agree. And when we are searching outside of ourselves and trying to pull our future in what, what's next on the path you know getting into again ego space. It's, it is an important reminder of that card as well i'm like oh yeah i'm just supposed to be doing what i'm doing right now yeah. don't worry about all this stuff
1: yeah yeah and i think like when i'm do akashic record readings a lot of times people will come in and want to know what their purpose is that's a big mm-hmm. question that people have and uh it doesn't have to be this i feel like sometimes it's like this this buzzword a question like i gotta know my purpose and your purpose isn't some goal i don't think that's out there the distance that you have to attain it's like in the day-to-day in the every day of how you walk through your life and if you get it wrong that's okay it could be it doesn't have to do with your career just like doesn't have to do with being you know a member in your family circle it's walking through your life and embodying the lessons that are coming your way. That's what I feel it is. It doesn't have to be this huge big attainment at the end.
0: Yeah, it's not necessarily one thing. So, when we're talking about the hierarchy of souls, so to speak, even though I mean, that's the word I would use too, but it isn't quite right. Again, with our language being limited, right? Yes, yeah. Um, because it isn't a hierarchy in that more advanced souls are better than less advanced but when talking about that the angels are separate right yeah they're not going to be reincarnated they're not going to be they weren't once ascended masters and are now angels they're their own beings right
1: yes they are they are their own beings and i feel like that's why i sort of put them under source energy or Mm -hmm. god or the universe because they are it's like um a pinched off energy from source they're so high vibration uh, it's like they're together they're the same but different it's it, it's hard to explain and I actually have heard heard this um analogy I'll share it with you I think it was from Anita Majori um name? Mm-hmm. she I know who you're she, talking about you do Anita yeah. She, M.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, an M. dying to me, me she wrote that book amazing yes by the way so she she had this analogy of like, how you, spirit, doesn't have to be angels, but I think of this as angels as well. It's like, we're all one, which is like, if you close mm-hmm. your fist, and then if you lift your fingers up into the air, it's like individual fingers, but they're still a part of your hand, right? So even though those angels are specific beings that, you know, you can connect with, they are actually still a part of source of the,
0: mm-hmm. of the universe.
1: So I, I really, I liked that
0: analogy. Yeah, that makes it really make sense in a practical way. Like, and we all kind of are a part of source, but we blip off into the incarnations and the angels are just always tethered, I guess.
1: I think so. They have a strong connection for sure. Yeah.
0: But is there a hierarchy within them as well? What are archangels?
1: Yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, Interesting question, because, and I've heard a few different analogies, but I'm just going to share what feels right to me. I do feel that there is no hierarchy, but there are archangels that particularly people let's say connect with or pray to so you know the main one you might have heard is Archangel Michael like Mm -hmm. the the king of angels and to me uh, Archangel Raphael is like you know the healer and those there's like the top several and all the archangels and I feel that because more people have put their energy to connecting and asking for help for those entities that they've grown in strength and awareness to people. So I wouldn't necessarily say that there, that there is they're better or a hierarchy, but I feel that, you know, energy grows when you put in your attention to them, to that. And I feel that because so many people have put their attention to the archangels that they've become this beautiful energy of, connection and and sharing when you tune into them
0: mm, that makes sense so because they have a name and they have like maybe an identity that humans have placed on them they're kind of accessible in that way
1: yeah and but there's and probably
0: thousands that are uh, yeah. unknown
1: Absolutely. There's so many. I I think so. Because when sometimes when I call in, if I need healing, either physically or emotionally or spiritually, uh, Archangel Raphael is the, the choice that comes to mind for me and for most people. But I also ask for the team of healing angels. Like I don't have to know their names. You don't have to know their names. You could just ask for those angels that have a propensity to heal to come in and be with you.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I'm just, ooh, I'm feeling into it right now. I have been once in um, a development circle as well, back when things were in person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we were in a circle. And it kind of happened unintentionally, this angel experience, the teacher was guiding us through like, I guess it was a group meditation. And we were all just on the exact right level. And we just lifted up and I felt the group energy kind of in a circle and lifting up and the angels were like right there and it was so high vibrational (laughs) that it was intoxicating it was like and this was at the beginning of the class which is like oh my gosh how did we carry on after this because when we when we had this I, I think it was about 20 minutes and when it was over we couldn't talk yeah. we were all like we were above language we were just so literally high high yes. on the angels yes. <laughs> and when I was in that space I was just like you know tears were rolling down my face mm-hmm. and and we all kind of looked at each other after and we're like whoa okay that happened right. <laughs> and there was no mention of angels or anything but obviously we needed it and they they thought hey we're gonna pop in on these Women, they were all women at the time. But yeah, so that is one of the most amazing experiences that I've had. And yeah, talking to you, it inspires me to continue a connection with angels. So thank you for that
1: no problem i love that story brandy because i feel too like if you're in the energy like the collective energy of that group helps you bring up that vibration and and sometimes like you don't even know how high you are until you actually come back down
0: you're like whoa (laughs) and it's hard yeah (laughs)
1: whoa, I can't like, it just feels so lovely and good. And you're in the fields and it's great. And then when you come back down your human body, you're just like, holy smokes. That was, that was amazing.
0: Right. The rest of the class, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> we all kind of stayed or wanted to stay up there or I'll speak for myself. I did. I was like, no, it's better than anything I've had here on earth. <laughs> So tell us, Kelly, how do people work with you? How do they find you? Yeah. Um, I know people will be drawn to you through this podcast because you have such a lovely energy. And so for mentorship, for getting Akashic readings, for angel readings, talk to yeah. me.
1: Yeah, I, so um, I hang out mostly on Instagram and my Instagram handle is at lead from the heart, but there's a period in between each word. So at Lead dot from dot the dot heart and you can check out you can s- s- send me a, a direct message or check out the link in my bio if you're not on instagram you can email me my email is uh, soul heart elevated at gmail.com and i'm just working on a website right now maybe it'll be up by the time <laughs> you put this on your uh, podcast, but it's leadfromtheheart.net. So there's several different
0: ways you can contact me. Amazing. Okay. And I will put all that in the show notes. I feel like you'll just be an amazing mentor. So many people reach out to me about, because I talk about developing innate abilities a lot, and I want to inspire people to Get in touch with their own intuition, their own guides or angels or whatever it is that's calling them, and they're always asking me, "Who do I go to?" You know, I don't have any offerings like that myself yet, uh, but I know that uh, many of them will be drawn to you. I feel it. coming. Yeah. Well,
1: I would love to help, and I'd love to give readings. It's just what I lights me up. So anytime. Yes.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for talking to me today.
1: Randy, it was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Have a great one. See